It's Vexy's musical podcast. Hey everybody, it's Bax, and welcome back to another episode of Baxi's Musical Podcast. You know, a couple weeks ago, I told you that the greatest band that I had ever seen live was the band Fishbone. I also told you that Fishbone was the greatest band I've ever seen live more than 10 times. The truth is, I've usually never seen a band more than 10 times. One or two times, and I feel like you've given me just about everything that I'm going to see. But in the case of Fishbone, that was never going to be the case. Because I never walked out of a Fishbone show feeling like I got less than what I paid for or they gave me less than 100% of their energy on stage. A few weeks back when I talked to Fishbone frontman Angelo Moore, we talked about those days and where they had been and where they were going. But we also talked about some of the other things that he had been doing in between. Several days after I posted that interview, I was contacted by the Year of the Dragon. The Year of the Dragon is a band fronted by Dirty Walter Kibbe, also of Fishbone. And being a huge fan, how can I possibly turn that opportunity down? What I then learned about Year of the Dragon was that this was a band that was absolutely explosive. Explosive in all the ways that Fishbone was known for, but much heavier. And like Fishbone, the Year of the Dragon is freaking great. But they're taking things in a much harder direction, and it's amazing. So amazing that they've already opened for bands like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Bad Brains, and Living Color. In other words, Dirty Walter is involved in two big projects at the same time because not only is the Year of the Dragon getting busy, but Fishbone is also on the road later this year too. So if you can imagine it, Dirty Walter is looking to tear shit up heading into the new year. So sit back and enjoy some time with Dirty Walter Kibbe on Baxi's Musical Podcast. Hey, Walt, it's Bax. How are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Is this a good time? Uh, yeah. What's going on back there? Oh, my crazy wife got this TV on. Hold on. Let me uh, <laughs> go to my car. Hey, hold on. Let me get out of here. We got the Wild, wild West going on. <laughs> yeah. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Good to talk to you. How you been? I'm hanging in there. Yeah? Yeah. I, I got to tell you, I, I have been a fan for, uh, I think, as far back as 1985. Thank God that Roderick contacted me because I've been, I talked to Angela Moore a couple weeks ago and the chance to, to talk to you, I absolutely could not pass up an opportunity to talk to Dirty Walt. So I've been spending the last couple of weeks listening to Year of the Dragon, especially uh, Take Control and, and Blunt Force Trauma, which I think is one of the great album titles of all time. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely fantastic, Walt. I I love what you've done with this band. I mean, I know you've been at it for for a decade or or, or more, and it just freaking crushes. Tell me uh, uh, about Year of the Dragon and 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 what this this band has meant to you. Well, you know, Year of the Dragon is it means a lot to me because you know it's like when I left Fishbone, uh, that first well one that the one and only time I had to uh, get into some more musical adventures. So, you know, I started uh, with a band called Sound Barrier, which is a black, all-heavy metal band from L.A., and I was going to 
be me and Roderick were going to be lead singer in that band. Right. And then they came on a long break and me and Rod was like, well, let's see if we even sound good together. Let's start a little side band and see what happens. And that was Year of the Dragon. And we've been going ever since. Well, when I was listening to the album uh, Take Control and I'm listening to Fits and Starts and, and Badass Beyond, I'm thinking, you know, okay, there's there's similarities between Fishbone and, and Year of the Dragon, but but the differences are, are pretty remarkable too. I mean, you take every at Fishbone at its heaviest moments, you're completely fleshing this out, and it sounds yeah. it sounds amazing what you're what you're doing, and it's 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 really cool to see that you've taken you've taken Fishbone like one step further than than it had been before. And, and I got to compliment you guys because when I'm listening to it, I'm thinking I almost like this every bit as much. Well, that's a good thing. It's a damn good thing, Walt. That's what I'm trying to achieve. <laughs> so, what's going on with this band now? I I know you're you're, you're going to be taking a break because you know Fishbone is is getting back on the road for a, a month or two or or whatever it is. But in the new year, it's been since 2019 since you had Take Control come out. Are are you looking to make new music with Year of the Dragon or what are the plans? Well, we're working on new music now. We've done a few demos, you know. We're just trying to flesh out what kind of new music we want to put out to the people. So we're going through that process and, you know, playing little shows here and there where we where we can. I notice there's a there's a profound lack of pocket trumpet on a lot of these songs. You, are you resting your mouth for the Fishbone uh, the Fishbone tour or how are you doing that? Yeah, see, I only play trumpet for Fishbone. That's my rule. <laughs> it's a good rule. Yeah, so, you know, I can wear my lips out with them, and then I could uh, sing on my other projects. But it's always been like you and, and another guy. It's always been like a two-vocalist band for you. That that seems to be kind of like a comfortable pocket for you. Is that the way you see it? Yeah, I enjoy more voices and more things happening than just focus on one guy. When I talked to Angelo a couple of weeks ago, he's talking about how, you know, he, he sees Fishbone as kind of his home base, but, like, you kind of alluded to he he felt like he needed to have some sort of way of of branching out creatively uh, you know, creatively with with the yeah. brand new step and it sounds like that's kind of the way things are with you with with year of the dragon it, do you do you see it the same way oh yeah that's what you know everybody's side projects but then i'm also told that the most successful of all of them has been you guys Ooh. <laughs> or just or is that am i putting you on a spot with that one yeah, you know, uh, you know, I don't know what success is. So, you know, I just keep working and pushing and, you know, trying to reinvent things and see what happens. So back in the 80s, I probably saw Fishbone a good 10, maybe 12 times. And to this, yeah. and to this day, I don't think I've ever seen a band that could do what you guys were able to do. Didn't matter how big the crowd was, didn't matter how big the room was. You guys mop the right. floor with that with with the with those crowds every single night. To this day, whenever when any whenever anyone asks me who's the greatest band you ever saw live, I don't hesitate uh -huh. at all to say it was Fishbone. And it was Fishbone maybe in those those early days when I when I saw saw you guys. And I just to this day I've never seen any any band just completely destroy a room like you guys did. Yeah, hopefully you won't see that for another ten years. <laughs> well, 
I'm at the, I'm at the point now where I'm feeling, you know, you and I are not that far apart in age. I'm at the point now where I'm feeling like, I, could I could I last physically through a, a fishbone show? I'm not so sure I'm up for it anymore. <laughs> Getting, Shoot, I could barely last through. <laughs> <laughs> what I, I remember a couple of a, a couple of shows uh, way back when when you guys opened for people. Uh, yeah. Specifically, I remember you opened up for the Beastie Boys, and the one that I'll never forget was you opened up for the Violent Femmes at uh, Summerfest oh, in, yeah. in Milwaukee, and yeah. it, it was it was an amazing show. And then a band comes on after you, and it's you know the three guys from the Violent Femmes, and they're playing little, their little instruments after the, the crowd just completely just passed out in a flop sweat. I just can't. I, what, what band in their right minds would put them in the position to follow Fishbone? I, I just, for the life of me, I can't understand why. See, those bands are, are strong-minded bands. You know, they, they, you know, they're fearless. You'd have to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw an interview with uh, with Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, kind of saying the same thing. We, you know, we had to go after Fishbone. Well, how the hell do you do that? Even even they felt a little bit self conscious trying to follow you guys. Yeah, they got to too. Everybody's got to have some kind of fear of Fishbone. <laughs> yeah. When we go out there, we ain't playing. No, you we are. Trying, we trying to make you know God part the skies and all that shit. Well, you know, I think you did a pretty damn good job of it because that's like I said, you know, when if, if you've never had that experience at, at, a, at a show, you know, you pay your money, you get your ticket, yeah. you go to the show, maybe you get a decent, uh, you know, a, a decent amount of entertainment out of it. But when you go to a, a fishbone show, it's 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 like your face is being melted off because that's right. It's and, and I, yeah. I, I assume that it's the same kind of feeling with uh, with year of the dragon that's what you want to that's what you want to do uh, on stage yes. and, the, and the music lends itself perfectly to that oh yes i would hope so yeah you know i want to do something stronger and, and, and more terrifying with year of the dragon so <laughs> that's why it's like it is i was uh i was watching the fishbone documentary a couple of weeks ago everyday sunshine and uh and i remember watching how things were were kind of fleshing out between specifically you and the band and how things were starting to come unglued and you could sense this frustration starting to to build in you and it seemed like yeah. everything was starting to change you know with the situation with Kendall and and just the struggle of getting the reality of my surrounding to become the hit that it should have been was that the yeah. start of it or was or is that just like an oversimplification of what was going on with the band at that time this band goes through things all the time. And, uh, you know, the time with Kendall was a, a, a special situation because, you know, no one expected him to just lose his mind like that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we just had to just keep it pushing. So, you know, that that's going to wear on people's heads, you know, thought patterns, and musicality, all that. With a, with a band like, with like that, when you know, as time went on, you were losing, you know, Chris Dowd and 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 you know, other other guys were, were coming in and out, and it became yeah. harder and harder to focus on the songs and more, you know, focused on the sound or whatever whatever you felt like the focus was. Did you feel like the band was losing something when it lost guys like Kendall and, and Chris Dowd? Yeah, well, you know, anytime you lose a, 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 a you know a rooted member, 
it's gonna you're gonna suffer. But we would try to find guys at least musically talented enough to fill that space or even create a new space. All right. Yeah. So you know, we just roll with what we got. As I'm watching this documentary, and it's one of those things that 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 bothers me because it happens from you know time and time again, and not just to Fishbone, but to a lot of bands, where yeah. a record company just can't figure out what they want to do with a band this great. It's like they want right. to they want to put you into a category that you either have to be this or you have to be that, but you can't just be Fishbone, which is what your fans love about you. The 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 uniqueness of that band was what really separated you from everybody else. There was no other band like Fishbone, but the record companies had a real, a real problem trying to figure out what to do with you guys. How do you see that all these years later? What do you think the big obstacle was between the band and what record companies wanted to do? Well, uh, one thing is we did too many, too many different styles of music. So they couldn't pigeonhole us in one place or another. And then the other was, you know, we just so anti-corporate when they say, oh, you should just do a whole album of Sky or this or that. And we're like, hell no. Why we shrink our brain to do that? We love all kind of music. So that's what we trying to do. Yeah. And, and, uh, they ain't trying to hear that. So, you know, we, we battle with them all the time. So in, in those battles, you know, specifically there's parts of like the, in the documentary that talk about, you know, do you, do you sell this as, as black music? Do you sell this as white music? And it just seemed to me to be such a, such a dumb concept, you know, because it's not just yeah. white music or black music. It's music. <laughs> it's, exactly. it, it's not about the you know, race or, you know, who it's coming from. It's just, these were great, great songs. And even though yeah. Fishbone was diverse, that was, I think, for your biggest fans, that's what really was the big appeal. It's like, it's kind of cool to be challenged by by music. It's kind of it's kind of nice to be not just given the same type of pop songs, but then to really you know get into something that you know changes on a dime, and the next song is completely different. I think that's one of the great appeals of a of a band like Fishbone. Right now, you can see that we can see that, but the record company doesn't see that yeah none of them so do you feel it, it's any different now with uh with year of the dragon i mean what what are the challenges that you guys are facing now with 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 that band i mean obviously it's a it's a much different time than say like the the mid to late 80s but there are still loads of challenges for for any artist right now yeah well it's pretty much the same challenges as fishbone goes through you know or bad brains would go through or uh living color you know, yeah. the same same thing. And you know, we've been out there over ten years, and, and no major label has talked to us ever. See, that's I mean, and and when I hear when I hear the the, the records you put out and the EPs, I hear music that could very easily transition into maybe not radio, but certainly into into to record sales in the right situation, and it shouldn't necessarily be under the same kind of categories that you may have seen fishbone or even a living color placed in. It's like in, right. in 2022, shouldn't we be kind of beyond some of that stupid shit and get <laughs> actually listen to what these songs are saying and what they're, and what these bands are all about. 
Yeah, you would think that's what everybody would want to be about. But, you know, the higher-ups, the people with the money, yeah. the, the people with the power, they just want that easy, quick money without thought. So, you know, anything that gives them a thought, like, oh, well, you know, I don't know where to put this or do with this, but it's great. Yeah. You know, they say that all the time or try and say, oh, we're going to try and get you in this or that and the other and then do nothing. You know, say, yeah. oh, we're going to promote you guys and we go out on a big tour or whatever and we don't see no promotion. So we mad at them. They mad at us because they think they're doing shit and they, they don't do shit. You know, it's like they got to put in a whole lot of money just to even think about moving on your product. Or they use you as a tax write-off. Yeah, but that's unfortunate because I mean, you guys are putting your heart and soul into something, and to be you know, treated as a, as a as a as a tax loss doesn't really yeah. help you. Doesn't help you as a you know put food on your table or you know, you know pay your bills. I mean, you got to obviously that's what you're thinking of, and you're also doing something that you love to do. I mean, th- this is you're creating a, 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 a form of art here that really should be heard and, and, and would be very accessible in the right situation if someone just got out of their own damn way and figured, hey, you know what? This is really worth pushing. Exactly. Yeah. But we ain't met that guy yet. <laughs> well, God damn it. That guy's got to be out there. I wish I wish I had more skills. <laughs> be yeah. happy to do See, it myself. You might be the guy. Oh, I don't know, Walt. I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> be careful what you ask for. Let me ask you this, because you're you're right now you're kind of in two separate pockets. You're, you're on Fishbone on on one hand, and you're on uh, the Year of the Dragon on the other. How are you dividing uh-huh. your time to to make that happen? Just being in one band can be time consuming, and the enormity of it is 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 pretty overwhelming. But but you're now in in two. How are you managing that? Well, you know, I just try to not be as stressed out about it as others are. You know. <laughs> Because with Fishbone right now, we got time time off. So I could, you know, focus a little more on my other bands and my other projects. And, uh, you know, if they work out, cool. If they don't, then, you know, it's back to the lab. Does the fact that you're now much older than you were in 1979 kind of change that? I mean, does the perspective you have as, a, as an older man kind of you know, change your point of view? less stressful you, you know when you're young you want it to work real bad you want everything to come out okay so you can you know live a good life and, and say you've done something but you know as an old guy I done went through all kind of trials and tribulations so I barely even care anymore I just keep making my art something kind of liberating about that I mean oh you know, yeah hell yeah I mean there's there's a whole it's it's one thing when you're young and you just you just want <laughs> a mansion and a bunch of cars, but it's another thing when you just say, "Hey, listen, I'm happy to be alive and I just want to have some fun." And if I make money along the way, great. Exactly. Yeah. So, what brought you back to Fishbone? I know you were you were out for a, a good number of years. You were in it for 24 years, then you took like a seven year break, but then you came back. What was it that that said it was okay to let some of those old frustrations go? and get back into that game again? Well, when I left Fishbone, uh, you know, I got a few regular jobs to see how that feels, to actually do some, you know, work with my hands and things. 
And then I went on tour with the Red Hot Chili Peppers for uh, Stadium Arcadium as mm-hmm. a, 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 a production assistant. And so I did that whole tour, and then I did REM as a, a production assistant on their last uh, tour. And I was just seeing things that was making me go, yeah, you know, Fishbowl could do this too, but, you know, the fishbone mindset is so fucked up that none of that shit would work with them. So we yeah. got to take a whole nother angle. And then I went and saw fishbone without me a few times. And then I was just angry and disgusted. And I said, I can't let this shit go down. I got to get back. <laughs> what? And so I came back. What, what was it that, uh, that pissed you off so much? I'll just see these damn home players. You know, they're friends of ours and things, but that shit is not happening. Too, too, too normal. So did they ask you to come back or did you just, you know, make yourself known that, listen, I want to, I want to fix this for you guys. No, they did some kind of little Trulio gig, Norwood side band. I think I went and just played just for the hell of it. Just so I could do something. And then, uh, I think the spot opened, my spot opened back up and I came back in Yeah, and I stayed there. These are guys that you've known for just about your whole life. I mean, you guys were in like high school, I think when you all met or, you know, junior, high, high. junior high, right. Junior high, when you all met and started to, and started playing, you know, yeah. it's any relationship kind of like a, whether it's a band or any partnership short of a marriage, <laughs> it's, you know, it, 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 these are difficult relationships, especially as you, as you get older and, your priorities change. How has it changed now to be playing with guys like, you know, Chris and Norwood and Angelo again? Are you, are you the same guys that you were when you were young or is everyone's perspective different now? Well, everybody's perspective is different. Now we're all older. We got families, you know, some cats and granddaddies, stuff like that. So, you know, the perspective, we would like the perspective to be like when we were younger, but we we're not young. That's true. That's true with every old man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you is. just got to take the old man, uh, a uh, view of it and then try and work with what you got. As you get through this, uh, this tour with, with fishbone, I, I know there's been you know, some, a few stories along the way about who's still in the band. I know, uh, fish is gone. Uh, but, but Norwood, Chris and Angelo are gone. I think, uh, it was a John Stewart is, is back in playing drums. Yeah. Um, how does it feel to play? I mean, do you, do you feel like this is a, a good representation of, of Fishbone? Or do you feel like, you know, having Fish and, and Kendall would be a great addition? Or is that not going to happen? I can't really look realistically at seeing it happen. But, you know, you, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Good. You know, the group we got now is good. You know, everybody loves them as far as we could tell. So, you know, we just keep rolling until the wheels fall off. <laughs> and what about the, this news about, about a new album? I, I know that uh, it was talked about that uh, Fat Mike was going to produce it from no FX. That That is going to happen, right? As far as we know, you know, got to tell it. Any idea when it would come out or not yet? Too soon. I have no idea. I would only think uh, sometime next year. And yeah. is that the same a ballpark is like year of the dragon or you think that's going to be a little bit longer before that album comes out? Well, year of the dragon. Yeah. Oh, uh, 
it'd probably be out before Year of the Dragon. Uh, Year of the Dragon, we still got a lot of time to figure it out, you know, which direction we want to go musically. You know, while guys are out uh, taking vacations and uh, working and doing stuff like that. You know, we just got back from uh, we're, uh, Oakland doing a gig. We're taking a little time off. And then uh, we'll start back up again. Well, I hope when you get back on the road, I know there's no plans for any East Coast shows that, that I'm aware of, but if you do, I hope you come up to New England because I'd love to see you guys one more time. As a 50-year-old, as a 56-year-old man, I'd like to know what it's like to to, st- to stand around on a at, a at a fishbone show hoping that nobody you know breaks my pelvis or something like that. Oh, yeah. I say, you know, <laughs> put on your tiger bar and, you know, get ready. Very good. Hey Walt, it's a it's a pleasure to talk to you. I don't want to take up uh, you know too much of your time, but but best of luck with with Fishbone and especially with the Year of the Dragon. I hope it does great for you next year and 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 in the future. All right, thanks, Matt. Like Walter said, you can possibly expect new music from both Fishbone and Year of the Dragon sometime in the new year. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, feel free to like it, share it, tell all your friends about it. You can reach me at backtonrock102.com. I'd love to know what you think. And again. Thanks for listening to Baxi's Musical Podcast.